What's up, everybody? I'm Steph. And I'm Mari. We are two licensed professional counselors in the state of Wisconsin, and this is the Rewriting Her Story podcast, a mindset podcast for everyone. Here we'll discuss daily issues we face ourselves, struggles our clients are having, and ways to tackle everyday life, and whatever else comes up. We take a no-bullshit approach while still being empathetic and supportive. Let's Let's fucking fucking go. go. Go, go, go. Choir with Mari at 8.59 a.m. on a Friday. Hey, look at us. Early bird gets the worm. I know, right? We don't usually record this early ever. Maybe we have on a weekend, like once. No, we haven't. No? no. Okay. No, both Here's the thing. You and I are both real fucking busy for the next two months. And so we are trying real hard to stay on top of things and be ahead of the game. Yes, which is why I'm coming to you with no makeup and no hair. Oh, I didn't wash my hair, so there's that. At least you washed yours. A bird just by something. A a bird just literally. My God, if you guys don't watch this video, you're missing out. Stephanie, I'm telling you, it came up and just clutched the brick of the house and was just like, "What are you doing in there?" That was wild. Speaking of, I heard one of my morning doves this morning, and I got very excited. I was like, "You're back!" I fucking and all the goddamn geese are back. Not ready for it. They're so gross. They're so mean. Oh, okay, you're back. They're everywhere, but that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Also, am I wrong? Or does the time change yes. usually mm-hmm. fuck off? Doesn't the time change usually happen in like May? Is it March always? Yes, it's always March. Are you sure? I'm positive. My birthday is in May. I would pay attention if it was in May. Well, mine's not. in March, and I feel like it's never changed from my birthday. It, that is true, but no, it is always in March. Always. Always in the either the first like, or the second week. Uh, that I'm way off because I yeah. was like, wait, the time is changing when? What? You know, it's wild to me. I never used to feel like Easter changed when we were younger. And now like Easter's like end of April, beginning Easter's of like, March. I don't know, July 24th. I don't know. It's wild I don't know. Me. It's always wow. been March. Always, quote unquote, my whole life. Yeah. It's been around March-ish. Now it's And like, then the one year it was in April, I was like, uh. And they're like, Easter's spring break. Here. And I was like, is it though? Like, is but I how? it's fixed. <laughs> when are we having Christmas? Like, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> Yeah, spring break's like fucking mid-April this year. I'm like, school's gonna be done yeah. five minutes after that. What the fuck they is the literally point? just keep moving it, and I'm like, okay, just end school. <laughs> just take it off the calendar at this point. What do you guys want to do? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? That's what they're doing because the soap was originally supposed to be off Thursday and Friday this week, and then they were like, no. Um, since we came back late from, um, winter break, uh, we're just gonna add those days back on. I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, all right, whatever. Yeah, literally whatever is oh, my attitude about that. I laughed into my coffee and it just burned my lip <laughs> flung up at me okay this is go to- your nose that sucks real bad oh. I've had that with water I'm like I'm drowning I'm drowning while I'm standing up what's happening help me help help help, help. okay all right welcome back welcome to episode 52 I was going to say 51, but then I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Thank God you didn't ask me because I would have been like, 51. You would have been like, Mark, the love of God. Anyways, um, welcome back. Yes. Would you and say this was it. a requested episode or would you say this was just like a suggestion? I would say it was requested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Requested by, it's the decisions. Yes. Requested by Manishvesta. 
Meine kleine Schwester. My sister. Those of you who don't speak German. Uh, translation um, my sister and multiple other people to be completely honest I feel like there's been other people um, and I feel like everybody can benefit from this right and I think that we yes. talk about things regardless that everybody can benefit from but this is such a huge huge thing for people today we're going to talk about how to make decisions and specifically to how to once you've made a decision stop fucking ruminating on it yes that is something that so many people struggle with Mm -hmm. I also think it's a matter of it could be an anxious behavior or it could be an ADHD behavior right Mm -hmm. a depressive Mm -hmm. behavior too to be honest but I think between anxiety and ADHD there's a hyperfixation component to both of them and so then you're like well fuck did I make the right decision should I have done this maybe I should have done this even Mm -hmm. if I talk to xyz about it excuse me, and they're part of the decision-making process, what if we're wrong? Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. Uh, You can what if yourself to fucking death. To the end of the earth. To the end of the earth. You can think of every possible possible scenario to the end of the earth. What is that going to get you? How is that effective? What is it doing for you? Let me know. What is it doing for you? And here's the other thing. If you make a decision and it doesn't work out, you still learn that, okay, well, that decision didn't work out. I'll do something different next time. You can pivot. Yes. You can, you can pivot. Here's the thing. There, you're going to make decisions, right, in your life that aren't going to deliver the outcome that you want. Mm-hmm. For example, school decisions. Mm. I sent Soph to a school that was right by my house, literally mm-hmm. two blocks. I was like, this is going to be perfect. Like she's going to go there. We can walk to school. I'll Mm -hmm. pick her. Like, it's going to be amazing when she's old enough, like eight in eighth grade, I was going to say like eight, uh, eighth grade. I was going to say never, never, ever, 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 ever. In eighth grade. I was like, yeah, I could trust that. Um, cause she'd have a phone and, you know, just in case the two blocks that somebody tries to snatch her. And I have a little, um, rape whistle too, that I'd make her wear. (laughs) So I literally would and mace, but anyways, it's not happening anymore. So I don't really need to go into it, but so it was two blocks away, put her there for 4k, loved it. She had a phenomenal teacher. And then our USD was like, yeah, we're going to change things. They're not going to have a typical kindergarten room. They'll still do Montessori there, but it's just going to be um, like higher levels. I can't remember what they were doing or why Goodland. Okay. So I can't remember what they were doing or why they did it, but I was like, okay. And then her home school was for frat, I think, frat or nap. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. both. like, absolutely not. So I applied for her. I like, I was struggling with this, right? Of like, should sure. I put her in private? Should I put her in public? What should I do? And eventually I was like, what? Cause that's what happens when I get to these decisions where there's so many outlets. I just am like, I'm just going to make a decision and it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'll deal with the repercussions later. Right. Because I don't want to get stuck in this paralysis of like, what if, what if, what if, right. Mm-hmm. Because it's not effective. It's not going to get me anywhere. So I put her in Gilmore fine arts and was like, okay, no problem. I'm going to, if it doesn't work, I'll just change. Mm-hmm. Like I'll just put her in a private school later in life. If that's what I choose. Um, and it, She's been in it ever since, since kindergarten. And now she's in third grade, ending of third grade. And she loves it. And Mm -hmm. I love it. I think it's a phenomenal school. Here's the thing. I don't know 
until I get there. You won't yes. know. Like, I didn't know Goodland was going to do that. I didn't know RUSD was going to do that. So sitting here being like, oh, that was the wrong decision or that was a, like, you don't know that. Yep. You don't know. Hindsight is twenty twenty. If you don't know what you don't know in the beginning of making the decision, it is what it is. You have to come to radical acceptance and understand that you can be frustrated that these things have happened that pushed you to this decision. But then that's it. You accept that, let it go through you and be done with it. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that competence plays a part in decision making? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I said it four times. What the fuck? You just want to really make the point that you, yes, you think that. Yes. I, I think that it does. I think the more knowledge that you have, I think there is this, you know what? I don't think so. Why? Because I feel like that sometimes the more knowledge you have, you're building up these expectations. And when something after the decision potentially happens that brings down the expectations, then you're like, oh, I should have known. I did all my research. Mm-hmm. But like, then you're equating that to like, I should have known how. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it in terms of my divorce. Had I not oh, had girl. confidence, I don't know that I could have gone through it. Had I not had confidence in the support of people that love me, right? I don't know that I could have stuck with it. It's easy to say you're going to do something and then it's easy to go back on it because it's scary. It's easy yeah. to go back on it because yeah. it's, it's going to change your entire life. It's going to rock your world. Right. 100%. So I, then it's both, right. Both. I think it's I think situational. It the decision. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cause, because I think that's why I didn't get divorced for so long. Cause I didn't have the confidence or not, and not necessarily like the self-confidence of like, whatever, but it was more so of like, how am I going to afford this? How am I going to do this? What's this going to look like? What's this going to look like? But then I eventually got to, to that decision of like, I don't fucking care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'll make it work. I, do, I don't care. I don't care. And I think that's where I come to in my decision-making skills for big decisions. Little decisions I think are easy for me to make because I make the differentiation in my head of if it doesn't work out, I can come back from it. Mm-hmm. And let, let me just say this and be 100% honest. I think you can come back from any decision that you make. Sure. Period. You can't, it's your thoughts about the situation and you have to change them. Your thoughts rule how you feel about that decision. Mm-hmm. If you change your thoughts about it, like, so the school situation, my thoughts about that school situation with changing. So I could have said, I could have had like, well, I'm a bad mother because I'm moving schools and I'm this yep. and I'm that. When in reality, my thoughts about it were, it has to happen. There's nothing I can do about it. It is yes. what it is. And I moved through it. And coming to that realization and then applying it to the next school decision of if it doesn't work, then it is what it is. I don't know what I don't know. Mm-hmm. And think about all the decisions we've made in our business, right? Businesses. It yeah. took me forever to increase my prices for lots of reasons, right? It took us yes, time it to decide to start it. And how are we going to do this? What are we going to do with the podcast? When are we going to start? What are we going to talk mm-hmm. about? Right? Like you have decisions to make constantly. How you think about those decisions is going to dictate like you just said, how you feel about them. You can tell yourself all day, this is going to be the biggest decision of my life. I'm so overwhelmed. This is so stressful. Or you can say, okay, this is a really big decision, but I'm looking forward to learning all about these things, right? Yes. Like, is it going to be stressful and overwhelming? Probably. Does that mean it's the end of the world? No. No. Right? And it's ultimately, a you have to, You're going yeah. to learn. You have to ask yourself, like, what is the end goal, right? So for example, our divorce, our end goal was to make sure that we- us and our children were happy and healthy and stable, 
right? Like that was the ultimate goal. And so yes. that's what needed to happen in order for those things to happen with our business. The goal was to be able to eventually be out on our own and not work for anybody ever again. Right. Is it scary Correct. to leave something that's stable and safe and comfortable? Yeah. Because it's different. Absolutely. That doesn't mean it's the wrong decision. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Ultimately, there are four steps in the decision-making process. Excuse me, five steps. I don't know how to count. Sorry. One, two. (laughs) So like I just said, though, identifying your ultimate goal of like, where am I trying to get to with this Mm -hmm. decision is step number one, right? What needs to be solved? What needs to happen? Where does this need to go? Does that make sense? Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to plug my computer in. What is your process for decision-making? Like, are you an information gatherer? No. Or does it, I know you're not. (laughs) That's not true. That's not true. How many times have you sent me like, do you think this is cute? Should I buy it? That's not information though. That's me asking, that's me asking for a judgment. I mean, yeah. I'm not gathering information of like, they make it in this shop and it's this eco-friendly. But do you do that with like furniture? Or things for your house? Not necessarily like finding out the fucking where they get the wood from to build shit. I like, so when it took me eight months to find a couch, but I knew exactly what I wanted and I wasn't going to settle for anything less than what I wanted. So like, I don't think that was information gathering in, well, I like, I mean, you read like, like reviews. No, I don't either. <laughs> I don't have time for that. And plus I don't, I don't necessarily trust other people's opinions. Cause I'm like, I don't know you. I don't know what you like. Yeah. Like I'm an asshole on the internet. When I'm buying clothes, maybe I'll see like on Amazon, I'll look at some of the reviews just to see like, does, is anybody in there who has hips and an ass who's bought this and tried it? So I don't have to try it. And then, okay, this is not made for me. And then sends it back. Like, I'll look at that. But like, I, to me, that's not like a, I don't view that as like a decision that has weight to it because I'm just going to return it if I don't like it. Like, that's just what it is. Like, so Jeff, you okay? It's fine. That's, I just wanted to know if you're okay. You don't have to say anything else. I heard a big boom and I was like, did he just fall over? He broke his neck. Yeah. I was like, he's out there having a heart attack and I'm recording. And I can't even help. I can't even help. About decisions. Do I stay or do I go and help my partner? I don't know what I got to do. I'm not sure. Let me, let me look at the steps. <laughs> Identify the goal. Check and see if he's alive. I'll, I'll be back. Episode. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm not sure. What do you think? We'll just wrap it up in 10 minutes and then I'll let out there. No, excuse me. <laughs> um, so for like, for like decisions like that, I don't, I don't, care. I just make them because I know there's an out to it. Right. Mm-hmm. So my sister and I were talking when we were talking about this and she was talking about getting shirts for Disney. And she was like, well, what do you do for like, what, you know, you don't know the size. And like, so I'm looking at the size charts and like, you, like, you can't return it. And I was like, I don't buy them. Yeah. Period. Like I don't buy, I don't <laughs> I buy also check the I don't turn policy, by the way, I didn't do that on a website. And now I got a store credit. And I'm a little upset about it. That was, I always like, if I can't return it, I don't yeah. buy it. Period. Pe- like, 
period. Unless it's like a piece of art or something that I'm getting at like a craft fair. Okay. No problem. I get that. I'm supporting a small business. If for some reason it doesn't work out, I'll figure out a place or somewhere to put it. But like for shirts and stuff, I don't buy. I don't buy. I don't. I, because that's a decision that will haunt me. Well, like, the control was taken away from you. Yeah. And it'll be hard to get, it'll be hard to get back on track with that. Cause then I'll be like, I have this fucking shirt and it doesn't fucking fit. Like I, w- I went to this t-shirt party and I bought some shirts and I was really struggling between a small and a medium and you can't return them because they're like made ones. And I was like, in my head, I was like, Mari, you're making the decision to help a small business. And that is what it is. If it doesn't fucking fit, it doesn't fucking fit. It is like, you're not, it is what it is. You're helping somebody's small business. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And that's how I cleared that decision out of my sure. head. Right. Of like, Okay. But like, I make decisions as easy as possible for myself. I give myself less options and also like hard and fast rules of like, if I can't return it, if I can't see it, if I can't touch it, Mm -hmm. I'm not buying it. Mm -hmm. So like for the couch thing, like I went and sat on, I don't know, 4,000 sofas literally until I found out the one that I want because it like the depth was a big deal to me. I don't want some short ass little couch where my fucking ass cheeks where is I can on only the- lay on my side otherwise I'm going to fall off. <laughs> where my ass one ass cheeks on the and I'm just like the other one's deep big like in the cushion of the couch. <laughs> yeah, just just watching TV on the side like no, I'm I'm so comfortable. I'm so yeah, com- Don't come at me though. There's not enough room. Just stay over <laughs> there. I'll fall over. Don't. Like this like a, a, a fucking bench. You mean, you mean you got a bench? <laughs> you got a park bench for a couch. Okay. <laughs> it's real fucking comfortable. You got a picnic table bench as a couch? Okay, cool. That's, that's different. Space saving? Okay, I get it. Yeah. No, I just didn't, I didn't pay attention. <laughs> what the I fuck? I read the dimensions. This is what I got. I don't, I got to deal with it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Anyways. So that's what I do. I identify my goal, right? I, my information gathering is going to return it or no, because then that's where we stop this decision process. So step three goes to consider the consequences, right? So like for like such a basic example, but for the t-shirts thing of like, okay, identify my goal. I wanted a mom and me outfit for me and Sophia for Christmas, yep. gather the information. I was at a t-shirt party. I didn't really, there wasn't really information to gather. You can't do returns. You buy it. It is what it is. Okay. So consider the consequences. It doesn't fit. If my t-shirt doesn't fit, I can potentially attempt to shrink it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I, if, if, I don't know if something's going to be too small or too big. I get it for the too big and then I attempt to shrink it or like tie it in a knot yep. or crop it or something like that. Because yep. if it's too small, I ain't fucking putting it on my body. <laughs> Not going to catch me out here. Like I'll wear it as a bathing suit in summer. <laughs> right. Literally like what I'll give this to my nephew, a woman's t-shirt, but all right. Like, I mean, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. maybe I'll just tie the sides up. Like the fuck. So consider the consequences. So this step is just as important as step one because it helps determine your final decision and how that's going to impact you or other people involved. So asking yourself in this step, you'll be asking yourself what is likely to be the results of your decisions, right? We're breathing a little bit of life into the anxiety for this decision-making and how is it going to affect your future? Go ahead. But not spiraling. This is where no. we're not going to allow our anxiety to overwhelm us and consume us to where we're perseverating and ruminating on our decision and like 
exhausting <laughs> ourselves. Like this is where the suggestion of pros and cons list comes in. Yeah. Yes. And I know people are like, oh yeah, pros and cons, whatever, like, blah, blah, blah. It's fine. Here's the thing. It's not going to hurt you to make a pros and cons list. It's not going to harm you in any way, shape or form. Seeing things in black and white makes it make sense. Thank you. Thank I'm you. so over. Thank you. I'm so over people being like, yeah, I just don't want to do that. Write it down. Yes. You have no idea how ridiculous something sounds in your fucking head until you put it on paper and you're like, oh, that was embarrassing. Oh, yes. I didn't know I was going to do that, which stay tuned because later today we're recording. Obviously, it's not going to be out yet, but we're recording for our subscribers. Write it the fuck down. Yes. Part of our PS episode of Get Yourself Healthy This Fucking Year, Bitch. Mm-hmm. We didn't title it that, but that's where we're going to. I knew it, we could. healthy this year, bitch. Get healthy. <laughs> anyways and that includes taking care of your mental fucking health and writing shit down instead of letting it perseverate in your head yep because it's not not effective it's not effective no at all what is it getting you what is somebody who's done it her whole life it's not effective it makes you feel like you're going insane yes Mm-hmm. And you, you're consumed. Yeah. You can't make any other decisions. And then you have, you have to take a step back, put it on a lock screen on your phone, write a post-it note, put it somewhere. Is this effective? Is this behavior effective? That's what you need to reflect and ask yourself. Mm-hmm. Is this effective? Is thinking about these shoes that I want to order for my child all day long effective? Mm-hmm. And here's no. the thing, continuing to ruminate on those things or being consumed by them, you, by them you are depleting your confidence each and every time you second guess yourself. You build confidence when you make decisions and you see the outcome, whether it's a quote unquote good or bad outcome, you're still building your confidence because you're like, well, I made that decision for myself and now I learned something. Confidence builder right there. I learned something. You are feeding your intuition. You are listening to yourself. You are learning to trust yourself. That is something that is so important in this day and age. Our society is set up to have us questioning ourselves constantly. And that's how we lose that intuition. And so that's when we start making these decisions that aren't for us. You have to listen to yourself. Write that shit down. Here's the thing. It's going to build confidence and intuition either way. Because if it is a decision and it doesn't go like how you wanted it to, okay, now you know for next time you can write markers down and review of like, "Mm, this might've been a red flag. Okay. This might've been a red flag. I was allowing my wants to go over my needs. I was allowing my, you know, um, you know, this fear of judgment to go over what the decision I really wanted to make. Or I was really impulsive with that decision. Next time I'll think it through a little bit. Right. I learned that one way too many times. I mean, fucking same with shopping, like get your whole ass life together. Literally. It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing, but that's not us anymore. So (laughs) I mean, occasionally not, not to the extent, not like we were. So Cause here's the thing. We no longer have those voids that we're trying to fill. Like that sounds really dramatic yes. and like, no, it doesn't. No, like, do not put that judgment on that. Stephanie. No, it does not sound dramatic. We were like real empty and just trying to fill ourselves up in any way. Shape, Girl or way. sure was. And we're not sure like was. That anymore. Now, when we do that, it's because we can, and we're fucking proud of ourselves and we have the means yes. and ability to do it. And, it and we've great. Yes. We've thought it through. Yes. We've thought it through. There's, there's like a couple impulsive decisions here and there, right. For something that's maybe like 20, $30. Oh, sure. But like when I'm thinking about something that I really want, I'm making the decision case in point, the bag that I wanted, yep. the bag that I wanted, that's like a hundred, it was like 166 bucks, right? Not 
too bad, right? For where I am in my life. But then I'm talking to Steph and I'm like, but I don't know when I'll use it, blah, blah, blah. Like I talked myself out of it because I was processing through like, I don't really need this. I don't really want, I just kind of want it and it's not a need. And so why am I getting it? If it's that, you know, price or whatever. So like, that's where you get, you build that self-confidence. You build that intuition, that gut feeling was telling me like, Mario, you don't need this. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I'm not gonna. Yep. Yep. What's so final step? we'll step four, make your decision. We put that on there. Yeah. Like, obviously you've got to come to that. So you've identified your goal, gathered your information. You've weighed consequences, doing pros and cons and whatnot. And whatnot. So now it's time to make the choice and execute the decision. You have to understand that this step causes people a lot of anxiety and it's important to understand there is no decision that you can't come back from. There's always a way out. It may not be immediate. That's what you need to understand. It may not be immediate or easy, but you can come back from that. Mm -hmm. The last step, step five is evaluate. So once you made the decision, you put it into action, it is super important to evaluate the decision and the steps that you took to make sure that this was either an effective decision or learning from what has happened since the decision was made that maybe this is ineffective. So evaluate the decision and accept that you made it so we can be done with it. So you can get off the fucking merry-go-round that yes. is of like, I don't know what I'm doing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's no decision that's too big to come back from. Mm-hmm. There just isn't. And I would love, I invite, I encourage, DM us. If you think there's a decision that needs to be made that's too big to come back from, that weighs too heavy, I promise you, I can talk you out of it. I can talk you out of thinking that it's the biggest decision and I can't come back from it. I promise I can. I don't promise much too, because they're important to me. Promises Mm -hmm. are super important. So I promise I can challenge the shit out of that for you because it does us no good to keep ourselves from living our lives in whatever capacity that looks like for you Yep. because of certain decisions and when you, oh, go ahead. what have you found? This is the other part that I want to ask aside from the steps. What have you found that has helped you get out of that spiral or that like ruminating of like, oh, I don't know. Or, like, you know how, when you like, it'll pop up it like an intrusive thought, it pops up later on in the day. And then it brings you that like sick feeling in your stomach again. of like, oh shit, should I have done that? What helps you? Honestly, I think for me, I have to process it with another person, not asking for their approval, but just walking through the steps out loud. I have to verbally do it Um, because that helps me to make sense of things. I will say that I have gotten much better at asserting myself in communication that maybe before I would have been like, okay, read this and let me know how it sounds. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I don't still do that sometimes depending on the situation, but you know, I had a situation with bug in school that I had to handle. And, um, it's not that I wasn't confident about it. I just wanted to make sure that I was coming across in an appropriate way. And Mm -hmm. I did ruminate about it for a bit because I was like, this is a big deal. And I need him to know that like, I'm in his corner and I'm here to like protect him and defend him and stuff. Um, but once, you know, I sent the message and then the message was received and a message was sent back. I felt 
great. And I, I wasn't necessarily ruminating about it all night of like, oh my God, what are they going to say? How are they going to perceive this? What am I yeah. going to, what kind of mom am I going to be seen as, you know, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It just, I was just kind of like, it is what it is. Like it's out of my hands at this point. Right. I have yeah. to accept that once the decision is made now, that part's out of my hands, whatever's going to happen. is going to happen. It's going to happen. And I'll address it when it happens. Mindfulness, I think is the biggest part Huge. is recognizing what I have control over in the here and the now versus what I did 20 minutes ago or what I'm going to do 20 minutes from now. Because Literally. Those things are not in my control. Mindfulness has been huge, especially for me of being like, when I get into those, um, cause I don't get into like, oh my God, is it the wrong decision or what should I do? What should I do? But like, it'll pop up in my head, like an intrusive thought. And I'm like, Mari, there's nothing you can do about it. The yep. decision's done. It is what it is. And mm-hmm. I speak to myself like that. But mm-hmm. like the decision is done. It is what it is. There's nothing you can do about it. Next. Mm-hmm. So if you want to write these steps down, I will repeat them again. So yes. in mm-hmm. decision making and how to make decisions, step one is to identify your ultimate goal of the situation. Step two is to gather information for weighing your options. <clears throat> Excuse me. Step three is to consider the consequences. This is where a pros and cons list can be beneficial. If you don't want to make a pros and cons list, just write your fucking thoughts down on the situation. It doesn't have to necessarily be a list. Just write it down. Time out. When you are in step two and step three, I think it is imperative for you to bring mindfulness into that situation as well. Because if we're thinking about like, okay, this is what I want to gain from it. This is what I want to see. You know, this is what I would like. Well, they have this, but what if this happens? what needs to be kept in your mind is what ifs and future thought process, like future oriented thinking cannot be in these steps. You need to deal in facts and facts only. And that is what helps writing it down. You get you, it is easier to see what is a fact on paper and what is not. Yes. Cause like, well, what if this does, what if this happens? That's not you, you're, you're building a bridge of anxiety to the future that you have no fucking idea if that's even going to happen. Mm-hmm. So that can't be in the decision-making process. If you're starting the sentence with what if it's not a fact. <laughs> or I should, or, or, yeah. you know, maybe, yeah. or could. Uh-huh. I fucking wish like, stop, stop. Yes. Okay. Continue. Step four is to actually make the decision. Yes. Follow through on the first three steps and make your decision. Stop torturing yourself. Yes. And then that stop torturing yourself continues into step five of evaluate your decision. Evaluate it, see it for what it is and move the fuck on. You're not going to sit and stew about it for three weeks until the event happens or for two days until X, Y, Z. Like we're not doing that. It's done. Here's what I need you to understand. After you make the decision, the time between that decision and whatever happening is going to happen that those say it's two weeks, that two weeks is going to continue with you, whether you want it to or not, those two weeks are going to happen no matter what. So you can spend those two weeks perseverating, torturing, ruminating all the negative things, or you can choose to understand that the decision was made. There's nothing I can do about it. Now it's out of my control. What can I focus on? That's in my control. Mm -hmm. How I proceed with the next day. That's it. Otherwise you're completely taking yourself out of the moment that you do have control over. And why, why would you want to do that? And what are you missing? What are you missing in those two weeks? Yep. A shit ton. Yes. Tell you that a shit ton. Yes. So 
<laughs> you can find us at Rewriting Her Story podcast on Instagram and YouTube. You can find Steph at SpookyFitMom13. I am at BEA under, underscore XO11. Um, we are at Rewriting Her Story podcast at gmail.com. If you would love to have us discuss anything or talk about anything or challenge us, because I'm here for it, promise you. Um, yeah. Questions, concerns, comments, let us know. Other than that, thanks for rocking with us. Always. Until next time. Bye. Bye.